Hi, hello, good morning, and welcome to this week's serving of Mickey Waffles, a Disney podcast where we cover everything from parks, movies, and merchandise. My name is Sinead. My name's Kate. Hi, guys. How's it going? I'm good, Kate. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Thanks. <laughs> Kate, it's episode 50. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I remember we talked about, well, we didn't talk about it on the podcast last week but me and Sinead funnily enough we talk when things aren't being recorded and we (laughs) and we mentioned it and I was like oh yeah and now I've just completely forgotten but here we are yes 50 wow episode 50 now I feel like I have to put a little caveat because we do have more than 50 episodes available in the Mickey Waffles feed but a lot of the other ones are the are the quote-unquote mini waffles as we like to call them where we've just just been like regular episodes (laughs) Honestly, where we're just like, we just have too much to say on this one particular topic. So here's a real niche episode about it. Yeah, those ones. So yeah, technically there are over 50. But of the official weekly standard release episodes, it's number 50. Be proud of us. Yeah, I am really proud of how consistent we've been. And yeah. actually not just turned away one day and been like, ah, you know what, I'm, we, can, we can stop. <laughs> exactly and not even like work stuff or COVID-19 could keep us down it kept us down ah. for a few weeks but not long yeah, yeah no it was you know we figured it out it's fine <laughs> we discovered Zoom and all is right with the world we had that little weird period that all the all the shops had of being like uh, e, uh maybe uh, I uh maybe uh okay we got it <laughs> we found a way of doing it online and now we're set <laughs> yeah pretty so, much and now you'll never get rid of us come higher no. hell water yeah no you're stuck with us now so kate you went back to work this week i did here's me three episodes go being like see you in august and then here we are went back to work um so yeah i went back on sunday before we opened to set up the shop and then we opened on monday and really it was fine i yeah, yeah like i know that our friend amy had a bit of a horror story from her first day opening mm-hmm. and I felt kind of bad that my first day wasn't anywhere near as bad as hers like yeah. our only initial surge was because some people thought we opened at nine but we opened at half ten so they'd been waiting outside since nine o'clock and then when we opened mm. at half ten they were like finally and we were like well we actually don't open till half ten like I just like they're the new store they're the new center hours so like they kind of got a little bit mad at us for that, but I'm like, well, no, because we actually did open on time. You just, for some reason, got here at nine. I think it's because Penny's opened at half eight. And I think... Half JD, eight? Yeah, and JD opened at nine, I think, because they have a big sale. So they opened earlier. But, yeah, no, we opened at half ten. And, like, we have a we have a store capacity of 37 people, and we never hit it for the entire day. Oh, that's good. So, yeah, it was grand, really. My legs were killing me. I had completely lost my retail feet, which is yeah. so annoying because, like, I've been working in retail, what, like, six years, seven years now? And, mm-hmm. like, I pride myself on being able to do an eight-hour shift and only be marginally tired afterwards. Yeah. But, my God, I... So, I had a late lunch, so I've been, I did five hours and then came back. And then, actually, we did two hours because I, I got to home at six. But, like, after the five hours... I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, Honestly, I thought, it's such I thought a thing, my legs though. were going to fall off. <laughs> That's why, I, well, like, whenever we, 
well not whenever we go to Disney since I've stopped working in retail and we've been to Disney that's why I'm always like I can't walk because I now don't have to stand all day you really do lose your stamina for it big time yeah I remember when me and Ed went for our anniversary he was like do you not want to like sit down and I was like no you go <laughs> I'm like we can sit down if you want I'm like but like no I'm fine <laughs> <laughs> and he's like how and I'm like because I stand for eight hours a day every day sometimes more because I have to get places and he's like oh yeah I suppose yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like oh sitting down sounds nice yeah <laughs> <Freaking> <laughs> the shit. Uh, but yeah it was really fine I haven't so I was in Monday and then I was off yesterday and today and then I'm back tomorrow for a couple of days in a row but yeah I think we're fine no one really shouted at us one woman was like, no fitting rooms. And I was like, yeah, but you have 45 days to return things now. And she was like, oh, I suppose that's okay then. I was like, you suppose? I'm like, that's over a month and a half to return your leggings. A month and a half. Where are you going? <laughs> Honestly. Where are you going to be? So, yeah, I think it should be fine. I'll I'll get back into the swing of things. And it was nice to see other people. So, like, my coworkers, but then just, like, shoppers and customers and like just being around other people and that kind of stuff that was nice too yeah but i do have to say i was in town today because i had to go do some things and there's a lot of people yeah (laughs) and i don't like it (laughs) and there's a lot of people not adhering to social distancing and it's not overly pleasant yeah there's a lot of people not wearing masks yeah, I have to say, when we were in town, I was returning or exchanging the watch that Ed got me for my birthday. The oh, yeah, little baby one. Teeny tiny baby watch. Because while we were in town, he was like, here, we might as well just go in if there's no queue. And there was no queue, but they, uh, I just had to wait at the door for a little minute. And if you've ever been into the entrance to Weir's, their entrance is like the curvature of like, there's obviously all like the jewellery in the windows and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so we were waiting at the front door and this woman literally was shimmying up behind us to look at the rings in the window and she had a mask on but it was round her chin like it wasn't on and i'm like do you really need to look at these rings right now could you not wait two minutes until i'm in the shop and then you can i was like she was literally might as well have been on my shoulder i was like do you like they were like eight grand rings i was like you're telling me right now that your big thing is buying an eight grand ring is it (laughs) i was like what is wrong with you? I was like, you can't understand that there's an issue because you have both rubber gloves and a face mask on. But one, the face mask isn't on. And two, you're literally sitting on my shoulder. Jesus Christ. Now, when you say she's wearing rubber gloves, I automatically picture like yellow marigolds. Yellow. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Mrs. Doyle or something like that. Like that's what's in my head when you say rubber gloves. That would have been funnier, but no, I just mean like the regular like gloves that people have been wearing because of COVID. But okay. yeah, I was like, hello. I was like, now she looked like she'd be someone who would snap at me and start mm-hmm. screaming at me. So I didn't say anything. But if, and, mm. I, and I knew I'd be moving on pretty quickly. But if we were in a situation where I knew I wasn't going anywhere for a good five minutes, I, I think I might have said something to her. She was so close to me. I was like, you don't need to be this close to me. So, completely off topic, Dublin buses can only hold 17 people now. Did you know this? I, did, I knew it was very few, yeah, but so I didn't did I. know the exact number. 
No, yeah, so they have a sticker on the buses that say this bus now holds 17 passengers. 17! A bus usually holds like 65 to 70. That's mad. Yeah. Yeah, I was driving, where was I with Brett the other day? We were going to Nutgrove because he wanted to buy a walk. Of course This is did. the exciting life that we need. Um, <laughs> so we went to home base to see if he could acquire a walk because nobody else seems to have a walk. And the queue was massive. So we, we decided against it because he didn't need a walk that desperately and but we for some reason went around by Dundrum because Breath goes a really weird way to get to Nutgrove and we passed a 75 and it was like bus full but it only had like obviously 17 people on it yeah and um I was like I feel like full is probably the wrong turn of phrase I feel like capacity is probably because you know there's going to be some Karen that's like that month isn't full I can see see uh yeah but yeah it's it's so weird like for yeah like i don't know because when they fully open the country up again so like people can start going places that aren't necessarily essential kind of thing Mm -hmm. like i don't know how anyone's going to get anywhere because for the past three to four years the the government's just been building up public transport and being like leave your cars at home get on public transport like people have picked their homes because of where public transport is people have rented their apartments because they're near the lewis and now all of a sudden people, are, the government's like, don't go on public transport. <laughs> so I don't know how people are going to go places. Yeah, because like at any, any given time of day, the Lewis of Town is rammed. Like any time of day. It can be literally first thing in the morning, last thing at night, any time in between, the Lewis is busy coming out of town without fail. So I'm quite glad that breath drives. <laughs> yeah, to be fair. And that I can avoid public transport for the quite near future yeah but also uh, i don't know where i would be going in that much of a hurry that i would need to be getting on lewis mercifully i can still work from home but yeah i don't i don't envy it because like how how do you factor in the length of time it takes you to get to work if i don't know i feel like we're going in a rabbit hole but you know what i mean no yeah no but it's like even if you give yourself an extra half hour to get to work but you can can't get on any bus because it's full yeah and full being there's 17 people on it and the Lewis as well they have on customer service customer assistance and they're on the platform and they get on the Lewis when it's at the stop and they ask anyone who isn't in a social distancing position to get off so like if you are sat in a seat that says please do not sit here or if you're stood less than two meters away from someone else they ask you to get off and wait for the next Lewis yeah that'll that'll be fun when everybody like yeah goes back to full capacity that'll be a nightmare but anywho back to Disney so yeah our only news is opening dates (laughs) Mm -hmm. so hong kong disneyland has announced that they are going to open on june the 18th which is tomorrow tomorrow oh my god or yesterday for you guys (laughs) and then disneyland resort in california they have a couple of dates so downtown disney is going to be open on july 9th then their parks are going to be open from july 17th and then two of the hotels that aren't the Disneyland Hotel, Paradise Pier and Grand Californian. Yeah. Yeah. Grand Californian Hotel and Spa. I don't know That's when the, the Disneyland Hotel is reopening. Yeah, either. Don't know. Uh, but those Unless two hotels on it. are opening on July 23rd. Yeah. Who knows? Disney's a, who knows? Maybe they just don't want to. Like, I'm a strong believer that of the whole Disney doesn't actually want anyone coming this year. So I wouldn't be surprised if they're like, don't open it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I suppose it's a little bit different for 
the Disneyland Resort. I saw some people online giving out about why aren't the hotels opening at the same time as the parks. But at the end of the day, like Disneyland is a locals park. So even if they, they don't never to. reopened the hotels, that's not going to impact their kind of numbers. Like there will, they will still have tons of AP holders there. I do not doubt for a second that the, oh, what are they called? Best Life and Beyond guys. I don't doubt for a second that they're going to be trying to get in there day one because I feel like they're just like pining for Disneyland. Yeah, like Disneyland Resort definitely runs off a different basis than Walt Disney World does. And they've put those opening dates in for a reason because they know that they're two different parks. Like it's not a secret. Like everyone's aware of how differently people treat them. So it makes perfect sense to be honest. Yeah, and it makes sense that they're giving themselves a couple days ish as a buffer so magic kingdom opens on the 11th of july so they're giving themselves just under a week to kind of learn from what works there because obviously walt disney world yes they have a volume of annual pass holders that are local but for the most part they're catering for people that are coming out of town that are traveling to disney world so they can kind of i suppose manage that from the number of reservations and the number of tickets available and whatnot Whereas Disneyland could end up... Now, I'm assuming... I haven't seen specifics online, but I'm assuming they're going to be running a similar reservation situation type thing that Walt Disney World is doing. So I imagine you're going to have to book your slot as well, but obviously there'll be a higher volume for that compared to compared to Disney World. So it'll, it'll be all fun and games. Oh, it's I'm so excited for when Disney reopened because... We've seen, I don't know, like if any of you guys watched Tim Tracker, he's gone to SeaWorld, he's gone to Bush Gardens, he's been to a good few places now to see how they mm-hmm. do their social distancing and how lax some people are and how a bit more strict others are. And I'm so excited to see how strictly Disney take it. Like I know we've seen <clears throat> what they're doing in Disney Springs, but when it comes down to it, Disney Springs is still just an open air mall. Like that's all it is. Yeah. And although you still do get like the Disney magic in this in Disney Springs, it's nowhere near the same as it is in the parks. Yeah. It's just it's chalk and cheese kind of thing. So I'm very excited to see how they deal with it in the parks where everything is that bit more Disney. Yeah, absolutely. It'll it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see kind of what wait times and stuff are like how many people they're actually letting into the parks at a time because they haven't given us any specific numbers or anything. So there's going to be a lot of a lot of intrigue when Disney finally do reopen. And we'll finally have more real things to talk about. <laughs> well, woohoo! <laughs> Although, before we move on from talking about the parks, we have, and we totally forgot to talk about it on last week, we've seen some visuals about the Hong Kong Disneyland um, Castle refurb. Oh, and yeah. holy Jesus, it's beautiful it does not look anything like it used to look like when you shared that picture i forgot that it was never looked like that Honestly, in my head so- i was like okay yeah sure and then i looked back at original pictures and when i was i was like oh my god yeah that's what it used to look like <laughs> yeah so if anyone doesn't know the hong kong disneyland castle was basically a carbon copy of the disneyland resorts castle so it was a itty bitty little castle and they've now kind of taken that They've looked at DLP and they're like, oh, you still want to be Queen Bee? Hold my purse. And it's insane. Like, it's massive. It's beautiful. The colours are amazing. It's stunning. Yeah, it's very, very pretty. I'm very excited to see what it looks like when it's done. Me too. 
There's also, I think I saw during the week, there's a couple, there's been a couple of photos leaked, like aerial photos of Cinderella Castle. So she's getting a refurb at the minute as well. And that also looks very, very nice. When you said aerial photos, I thought you meant Ariel the mermaid. Under the sea. <laughs> nah. I was like, what? <laughs> what kind of, what do you mean aerial photos? But no. Or a helicopter. But it looks super, super bright. So it seems to be a like thing that they're going for with the castles as and when they're refurbing them, that they're just making them super bright, super poppy. And I'm here for it. Just just, just do DLP, will you, lads, please? Please, it's just, oh, I won't get into it. I won't get into how strongly I feel about the whole DLP castle situation. <laughs> but anyways, moving on to other sad things. So Artemis Fell got released onto Disney Plus on Friday. And it has bombed catastrophically. It yeah. currently I'm... sitting at 9% on Rotten Tomatoes and 4 out of 10 on IMDb. Yeah, like I knew it wasn't going to be a great movie, but I didn't think it was going to be this bad. Yeah. The main the main kind of critique that I've seen online is that Disney just completely changed the story. Now, as I said, I'm fairly sure I read the first Artemis Fell book when I was a kid. And the whole premise is that Artemis Fell is supposed to be a bad guy. Like he's meant to be a villain, even though he's a child. And Disney were like, a child villain? Oh no, we can't do that. Even though aren't descendants? Well, I suppose they're not villains. They're just children of villains. So I suppose that's kind of different. But they just decided, oh no, we're not going to have a kid be a villain. No, no, we're just going to change the whole story. Why? Yeah, I don't think it's gone down very well. I even think, even if you take that part out of it, no one seems very happy with the movie. None of it makes sense nothing's explained stuff happens in the first half of the movie that's never revisited in the second half of the movie it just i don't think it's a very good movie itself regardless of the fact that disney took the book and fucked it up yeah the only the only positive thing i saw online was somebody saying delighted that colin bleeden farrell gets to be colin bleeden farrell they just have to put on an accent (laughs) that's the only positive thing i've seen online He just gets to be a right L dub. Bless him. Um, so yeah, I'll definitely try and watch it. I was meant to watch it this week, but I actually kind of forgot that it was released. But I'll definitely try and get to it before we record the next episode. And yeah. I'll have a I'll have my own take on it for you guys. Yeah. I'll so try sure watch it. I'm so not excited. I'm not gonna make I'm not gonna make staunch commitments, but I'll I'll try watch it. Well, it's 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 definitely the kind of thing that I'd happily just sit and watch in the evening and be able to pause and go make multiple cups of tea for. I'm yeah. I'm always one for watching like shite movies. Sure, I watched live action Lion King, and y'all remember how that went down? <laughs> that was such a bad movie. Look, let's see. Okay, here's here's the bar, right? I have to decide if it is better or worse than live action Lion King. Okay, and that's and that's. Yeah, how I've all still not watched live action Lion King, so you don't need to. It's crap. Yeah, I don't. I... You literally don't even waste your time. Don't even bother. Mm. You'll never uh, get those. Uh, you'll never get those hours back. <laughs> yeah, I just me me and the live action remakes, with the exception of Lady and the Tramp, because I actually really really did enjoy Lady and the Tramp. It was real cute. Yeah, it was real um, cute. <laughs> me and the live actions just don't see eye to eye, and it's for a very similar reason to why everybody seems to be hating on Artemis Fell because they just water down all the villains, and the villains are always my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. So nah, not fun. Um. Can I just make reference to the fact that we are both 
dressed extremely on brand. So I'm currently wearing all black with a Beetlejuice t-shirt and Kate is wearing a Christmas spirit jersey. Oh, here, I'll, I'll show you my pajama bottoms. I got them from Penny's. <laughs> We're so on brand. <laughs> When I when I went into Penny's because okay. there was no queue, I needed more. I needed I needed. You know what? I needed the stupid things that you get from Penny's. That if you were to buy them from anywhere else, would be like fifteen euro. But when you go to Penny's, they're only three quid. Okay. So I needed a couple of hairbands. And me and Ellen needed needed new ring holders for our phones. Like stupid things like that. Yeah. And while I was there, I was obviously I was like, well, obviously I need to get a new pair of pajamas. When was the last time I bought a new pair of pajamas? <laughs> See, I would I would like to go over to Penny's because none of my clothes fit me mm-hmm. and I've literally just been living in leggings and giant spirit jerseys but <laughs> Ireland has been unseasonably warm in the past few weeks and I'm just like it's getting too warm for spirit jerseys at times yeah it's very warm I have to say like the only reason I went into Penny's is because I was in the center in work and I was waiting for my dad to come over I didn't make a specific trip out but like yeah. I feel like it's pretty fine. Like there's no cues anymore. Like everyone's kind mm. of over it. The only thing I would say is that it's all the same stuff that they closed with before COVID. Yeah. So like there's nothing particularly new. But there are like summer dresses and lighter tops and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I feel like dresses is what I need. I might see if I can coerce Brett. I'll get paid on Monday. But also the problem with that is they're like the pennies up and coming catwalk dresses so they're all like these a-line yeah. askew angles <laughs> with no like, sleeves and one arse cheek hanging out and yeah and just... i'm like who's wearing this potato sack that you've dyed blue <laughs> someone someone do you know what someone will pull it off and they'll pull it off better than we could ever and we're just like yeah live your best life <laughs> yeah, whatever that's fine <laughs> do whatever so should we get on to the main bit of the episode Yes, guys, we're nearly there. We're about to actually finish the series. Who'd have thunk it? Well, we're about to finish the first part of a series. Yeah, well, you know what? That's still an achievement, Sinead. (laughs) (laughs) So we've done Main Street. We've done our dream Fantasyland, Adventureland. Last week we did Frontierland. And this week is Tomorrowland. Sorry, there's like somebody driving around like a lunatic on a motorbike. There's an awful lot of noises this week. Honestly, between that and then a crow. I'm genuinely surprised in no previous recordings we've been able to hear the children that live next door to me because they scream consistently as if their house is being burnt down. And because my window's on the ground floor, I can hear everything from either their house or their garden. And sometimes it sounds like they're being murdered. Like, they're obviously not. They're just kids. But I am always so impressed that it does not come through on the mic. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> just want to put that out there. That, that top quality equipment, eh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These headphones that came free with my phone. <laughs> I mean, don't knock them. No, okay, they're, they're, get, for work stuff. they're getting the job done. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, this week I didn't have to kind of make stuff up or leave any parks out or anything like that. All parks have a relatively even-ish number of rides. And actually, I have a pretty even distribution of what I've chosen from all of the parks, which I'm very proud of. Oh, well done, Sinead. I know. It's very not unlikely. like you. How many, how many rides do you have? Twelve. Oh, I have eleven. Oh, no, I do have Ooh. twelve. Ah. Four, six. 
I'm feeling there's Eight, gonna be a lot of 10, overlap. Twelve. Oh, I do have twelve. I, I missed my oh, last boom. one. Yeah. Fab. So what what was your kind of take or steer on what are the essential Tomorrowland Discovery Land components? Okay, so let's start with the big one. And I've gone for Hyperspace Mountain from DLP. Same. Because I think we need a mountain, but we don't want normal Space Mountain because it's shite. So <laughs> that's why I've gone for Hyperspace Mountain because I know how good of a roller coaster it is because I've been on it. But also, I've watched many a ride through of the other Space Mountains in yeah. Disneyland and Disney World. And I'm like, ah, oh, they're blah. So I know for a fact that if we're having a mountain, it's Hyperspace Mountain from DLP. And I know you've not been on it before. It was Hyperspace Mountain when it was just Space Mountain Mission 2. But I much prefer Hyperspace Mountain to Space Mountain Mission 2. So that's my go-to. I also went for Hyperspace Mountain from DLP. Interestingly, on Wikipedia, even though Disneyland Resorts Space Mountain often flits between Space Mountain and Hyperspace Mountain. They specifically have it as Space Mountain, whereas DLP is specifically Hyperspace Mountain. Wow, so I thought that was interesting. But I've also gone for DLP Space Mountain. I haven't been on the one in the Disneyland Resort, but I have been on the one in Magic Kingdom. And in my, for my money, the one in Magic Kingdom is shite. doesn't have any loops. You have to like, it's so difficult to get into. The seats are really uncomfortable. And I'm just not a fan. The DLP one, I just, I think it's so much fun. The first time you go in it is an absolute shock to the system. But if you go in it a second time, you'll be like, okay, cool. I know what to expect. This is fun. <laughs> I like the restraints. I like the overall aesthetic of the DLP. Like DLP has the most beautiful Space Mountain. I feel from like DLP the has the most beautiful most things. From the outside. Not from but the even I think inside. the actual building itself is pretty damn pretty. Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. No. And... I'm not necessarily specifically married to the hyperspace mountain thing, although I do enjoy it as a Star Wars fan. However, I would at some stage like the opportunity to experience Mission Space. I know you hate the second one, but I wouldn't mind trying it out as well. Either way, the track would still be the same, and the track I really, really enjoy. It's a launch coaster. It has a loop. What more could you want? Boom. Come fresh. (laughs) (laughs) the next one i have is autopia and i've chosen it from disneyland resort okay because i feel like it's something that should probably be in a tomorrowland because it is kind of futuristic as of when it happened kind of thing i know cars aren't very futuristic now obviously (laughs) but (laughs) the, the the idea of having that like autopia kind of car ride for kids um yeah it very much appeals to me and it fits in the Tomorrowland vibe. I agree. I picked the one from DLP purely because I know it's just had a reverb. I've not been on Autopia in any of the parks, so I can't necessarily comment on it. It's not a ride that overly kind of draws me in. But again, much like you've said, I think it's a, I think it's a valid one to have. However, I would swap the cars out and have them be electric oh, or solar powered or something that doesn't just mean that they're just guzzling gas. And it just smells so bad. Yeah. So, an economical, economical. I, I feel like I think if the they, wrong. I think if they became solar powered, that would be even better because then it would be more futuristic again. We'd we'd turn yeah. the whole futuristic thing around. Yeah. Yeah. Happy or days. even like one of those like 
self-charging hybrids that they're always shouting out about on the TV. They should have just got Tesla to like build cute little like electric mini Teslas to go around. That's what I want. But either way, I just, I want them more eco-friendly, please and thank you. So they're not killing the earth. But anyways, right. The next one I've gone for is I think a Tomorrowland staple and Disney Royal can get in the bin about not having this in their Tomorrowland is Star Tours. I was thinking the exact same thing. I didn't realize it just, it didn't, I didn't, it didn't, it didn't come across in my head that it wasn't there in Disney World. (laughs) Yeah, just like lads, what are you on about? So absolutely think that Star Tours, especially because Star Tours is so detached from the other Star Wars offerings in the likes of Hollywood Studio and Disneyland and stuff like that. I think it's Mm -hmm. fine to have that in Tomorrowland. Yeah. I've picked the one from the Disneyland Resort purely because I want it in English. So did I. (laughs) (laughs) Now, don't get me wrong. I do enjoy sassy French C-3PO. But I just don't know what he's saying. (laughs) Plus, if we had the one from the Disneyland Resort, we could get a I was the rebel spy pin. yes that's all i want (laughs) but i won't lie i still would rather having a je suis la rebel spy pin i would i would kind of prefer it in french (laughs) clp are really missing out on that one why they don't have it i don't know like it would it would work so well but yeah i I also chose the one from disneyland resort and definitely because i want to be guaranteed that it's always going to be in english because experiencing it in French for 50,000 times and then eventually getting to experience it in English, I was like, wow, this is so much better when you know what's going on. Oh, do you remember that? Do you remember that time that we got it in English for the first time? And we had Leia and I think we ended up in Batu, and it was in English and I was the rebel spot and it was just, it was so perfect. Yeah, I was very happy that that was that, that was oh, that, that cast member. That cast that. member was a great cast mm. member. And then to pair with that, I've chosen Jedi training. And, and I didn't realise, is Hong Kong the only one that still does this? I think they still do it in Hollywood Studios. But they definitely don't do it in DLP anymore. And I wish they would in Hi- Cafe Hyperion. That's what it's yeah. called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I wish they still did it in there. Because they have that big massive stage. And all they seem to have is feckin Irish schools Irish. singing and dancing in it yeah <laughs> so yeah I've chosen the training academy training the Jedi training academy from Hong Kong mm-hmm. and I chose because Hong Kong was kind of the only one on the list but I also was just like yeah Hong Kong get in there <laughs> yeah. just, every time you see videos of it it's just always really funny because there's always that absolutely tiny little kid that's like Darth Maul I'm gonna fucking kill you and just go for it and it's the best thing ever and kids just love it so much and I think it's just such a good idea and like the age limit is 12 so it's just perfect and every kid there knows what they're at and they're like yeah I'm a Jedi so yeah I need totally that agree. totally agree I'm gonna go to a weird one next okay so I went for the Finding Nemo submarine voyage from the Disney oh, yeah. Resort mm-hmm. because I bloody love this yeah, it's so I'll, much fun I also have it yeah So when I went to Disneyland, I went with one of my best friends, Mel, and I entirely forgot that not only is she claustrophobic, she is also afraid of water and fish. So naturally, (laughs) I dragged her on this. (laughs) And 
you go downstairs into the little submarine and you have like the most tiniest little space to sit and your knees are up against the thing. Like you would not want to be a particularly large person going on this attraction because you just wouldn't get down into your little seat. And you sit there and you go around the little pond and you see the story. It's great. I love this ride. It's so much fun. How was she? Did she freak out? Oh, she hated the whole time. She basically kind of sat like with her hat. I'm mimicking it to Kate, but not a visual medium. Um, (laughs) She just like sat with her hands over her eyes and was just like, Sinead, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. And I'm going to kill you. Oh, dear. Yeah. It's okay, though, because then she abandoned me and went on Terror of Terror like 15 times. So that was fine. Oh, well then. Got her own back. (laughs) Then in keeping with the Pixar, I've also chosen Monsters Inc. Ride and Go Seek from Tokyo. Okay, our our parks are so similar. (laughs) (laughs) I think we just both know exactly what Tomorrowland needs. (laughs) We know the good stuff. Yeah, so I've chosen Monsters Inc. Ride and Go Seek from Tokyo because it's great. It's just a fantastic ride. And I've watched, it's one of the rides that I've watched a ride through of many a time that hasn't been a ride in an American park. And everything about it, I'm like, I might as well be in Monsters Inc. It just, it looks so fun. Because I've been on, because I was kind of like, I have the option between picking Ride and Go Seek or Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, because I wasn't going to pick both. And I'm just like, Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, I don't need that. I'm fine without that. But it just, it's so cute. And it takes all the kind of good elements of the Monsters Inc. ride from the Diz- from Disney's California Adventure, but just like puts it on crack and you get a flashlight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, in coming off that Sinead, I'll let you pick the next one, but just want to say, I've also chosen Laugh Floor from Walt Disney World. <laughs> oh, very good. How can we pick Laugh Floor? Go on. Because I feel like that's kind of my vibe. It's yeah. the kind of thing where people just, like, it's the kind of ride that I think I'd be very good to work on as the monsters, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. I feel like it's the kind of ride that if it had a low weight and I just wanted to wear on, I'd be dragging it in and I'd be like, yeah, we're going to go into this again. <laughs> that's fair. I, I've done it once and I think that's all I need to do it. That's fair. <laughs> so. My next one, however, is the People Mover from Magic Kingdom because the People Mover is everything. And I wish, I wish every land had something like this. Yeah. Like, obviously themed to each individual land but I just it's so cool you get to like go into the different attractions and like have a look into like different shops and like have a look at people and all this like fun stuff get great view at castle you just get to sit down for a little while just everything about the people mover absolutely excellent love it I have nothing to add but I also chose people mover because it just (laughs) looks it you're right it's just there's nothing bad there's nothing bad to be said about the people mover except for that like it's a good ride to have there it takes a lot of people it never usually has an extortionate weight and it just it's very interesting and if it's your first time to the park it's a really nice way to get your kind of bearings of stuff and it's a nice way to be introduced to a couple of things yeah absolutely so i'm gonna go next with my buzz lightyear ride because i feel like every park oh my god i never wrote down a buzz lightyear ride Kate. Why did I not do that? And I know which one I want. I went with Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin from Magic Kingdom. They're pretty much all the same. They all break down, which means you can get extra points. But I just feel like the Disneyland Paris one is absolutely impossible and no one ever gets 
yeah, Galactic Hero. I, so, and everyone seems to get it in Magic Kingdom. So I'm going with Magic Kingdom. Yeah. See, I have so I have a bit of a bone to pick with this owl one. So Ooh. I wanted to choose the DLP one because you're able to take the guns out of the holders. And so you can oh, yeah. move them around more. And I feel like that's a bit of a more fun experience than having the guns planted to the thing. But then I was also like, exactly what you just said, it is physically impossible to max out on the one on DLP. And I don't think anyone has ever done it because it just, it doesn't work the same way. If you are listening and you have maxed oh. out the DLP one, please tell us about it. Come like, on the show. Honestly, Come get on the show DMs and, do an in- and tell us about it. An entire show just to how you maxed out on that ride because <laughs> I don't know how to do it and I just want to so bad. I just don't know how you do it on DLPs because I've yeah. tried and I know the tricks. I know the purple triangle, the purple diamonds. I know how it works and I just, I can't do it. So for that main reason, I have also chosen the one in Walt Disney World because I feel like more people should be able to experience the galactic heroism. I agree. The only thing I will say is I always beat breath in it, so that makes me happy. Hey. He's always like, I'm going to win. And not like normally anything to do with that kind of thing, Breffney will always win. Uh-huh. Always. But I have a doubt that I can always beat him by a couple of thousand. So, so long as that trend stays on, I'm good. Me and the DLP one will totally come to, come to arms, shall we say. Well, I do still really like the DLP one. It just annoys me that it's so difficult to get high points. Yeah. Anywho, we'll live and let die. So the next one I've gone for, which I know Kate most likely will not have gone for, is Orbitron from it's DLP. Not a, yeah, not on my list at all. I don't have any well, ride. My <laughs> reason for it is that most of the other ones have a little like space bucket type spinny ride. And out of the, all of them, the DLP one's the prettiest. It's a spinning bathtub. I, I never want to go on it, but it's pretty. I'm happy to have the Orbitron, but not as a ride. I'm happy to have oh, it as so like have the spinning balls. Yeah, I'm happy to have it as like a centerpiece for my Tomorrowland, but it does not be it need to be a ride. I don't care for it. I have enough things in my park that children under 140 centimeters can do. Get to fuck with your Orbitron. <laughs> not in my park. <laughs> I've given you enough other fun things to do where you don't need a height requirement. <laughs> I feel you. But I what respect you your decision with? to have one. <laughs> Um, so I only have two left. Okay, three left. Um, my okay. first one is a carousel of progress. Okay. Because there's a great big beautiful tomorrow is ingrained in me as a cast yeah. member. And the fact that like this is kind of where it came from and all that sort of stuff. And I do like the carousel of progress. Like I do like the idea of it and I'd be happy for it to be like renovated with the times as well I wouldn't be against that obviously you're not losing the olden times that were there but I think it just comes to when you've got all this futuristic stuff as Tomorrowland's supposed to be like just updating like the end scene to more of a future but like like maybe change the end scene from what people thought the future was going to be like 20 years ago to what people think the future's going to be like in 20 years time yeah but yeah so I've kept the Carousel of Progress from Walt Disney World. I have not gone for the Carousel of Progress. I didn't do it when I was there, although Wendy did tell us a rather delightful story the other day about a cast member dying in the Carousel of Progress, which was a bit grim. Um, cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've kind of gone for a slight duplication, but I'm sticking with it and I don't care. So I've also picked, as well as Buzz Lightyear, I've picked Ant-Man and the Wasp Nano Battle from Hong Kong Disneyland. Oh. 
I thought about that, but then I just didn't. <laughs> I just, I think it'd be fun. Those kind of rides are always popular. So I'm kind of yeah. like, I can build whatever I want. We can have fun. Why not? Go yeah, for it. Yeah, that's fair. Yep, I agree. <laughs> so that's kind I'm, of more like a throwaway mention. I'm not against it at all. Um, and I'll get my kind of other one out of the way because I have a feeling the last ride <laughs> both have the same thing. So I'll get my other one out of the way. So from Shanghai Disneyland, I've gone with the jetpacks. Oh, it's another sit and spinny ride. Um, it kind of it looks like the stereotypical one that I feel like you'd find down Bray Seafront during Paddy's weekend or something like you just kind of you sit beside someone you get strapped in and then you spin around and it goes up and down but it yeah, kind of it's looks nothing, like fun. it's nothing overly different but it does give a very futuristic element yeah and it also looks like it would be incredibly more comfortable than Orbitron because again Orbitron is just a bathtub yes and it also looks really cool at night yeah so went for a spinny ride so the final ride that we undoubtedly have both picked <laughs> you want to tell the ladies and gentlemen kate i've picked tron light cycle power run from shanghai disneyland <laughs> uh big same <laughs> because why would you not honestly if i if someone told me i could go to a disney park tomorrow for free but i only got to ride tron and then i had to come straight back home yes <laughs> That's an awful long way to go to China, Kate. I'd still do if it. If Magic Kingdom was open, I'd be like, ah, oh, yeah, grand. But it's it's much further to go to Shanghai. No, I think how much fun. I'd totally do it. <laughs> yeah, it just, it looks incredible. Everyone, any vloggers or bloggers or Instagrammers or whoever that I've ever seen talk about it have all said that it is absolutely phenomenal. And it's just, it's so unlike a lot of the rides that Disney are building at the minute. Because a lot of the rides that they're doing at the minute are very screen-based. Like, when you think about the, like, three big attractions, four big attractions that they've released in the past recent years, Flight of Passage, screen-based. Mickey and Minnie's Runway Railway, screen-based, for the most part. Rise the Resistance, yes, a bit of actual stuff, but animatronics, but still also quite heavily screen-based, and then the same for Smuggler's Run. So, it's one that isn't really screen-based. It's just a good yeah. old-fashioned... Roller coaster, but you're just sitting yeah. in a different way, so it's more thrilling. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's just I'm buzzing to go on it at one point in my life. <laughs> it's it's the main thing that's kind of making me keep holding out on going to Walt Disney World because I'm kind of like I don't know when in my life I will ever get over to Shanghai Disneyland, but I'm more likely to get to Walt Disney World. Yeah. So I'm kind of like maybe mm-hmm. I'll just hold out until it opens. Yeah, and give okay. it a bit of time to die down. Oh, can you imagine me trying to get Breffney on Tron? No, no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> That's a no-go. <laughs> the only thing is, he does... No, I I don't know if he necessarily has strong feelings towards the older movie, but I know he definitely likes... Is it Tron Legacy? Newer one. Yeah. Yeah, I think I thought it was called. Yeah. He had the CD in his car for probably about the first two and a half years of us dating. So wow. I know he's a big fan of that. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like... I could try convince you to get on it, right? Maybe, kind of. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Also, it's like riding a motorbike. It's not like being in a. It's not like being in a roller coaster. Yeah, exactly. and the majority of it's outside. I don't know if that will help. No, but there's no <laughs> rock face. That's the main thing. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> to your right. <laughs> so yeah, 
there are Tomorrowlands, very similar, but I had kind of anticipated that out of any of them, Tomorrowland would be the one that we would have a lot of cinema similarities. Yeah, because it's, it's both a lot of just, it's, Tomorrowland's just a lot of fun, I think, because you're not looking for like immersion when you go to Tomorrowland, because it's not kind of, the, it's not he- as heavily themed as like Frontierland or Adventureland or even Fantasyland. It doesn't have that same kind mm. of vibe. I think when you go to Tomorrowland, you're looking to have fun and do like those kind of rides like the Ant-Man one and Buzz Lightyear and uh, uh, Ride and Go Seek and those kind of rides. I agree. Vaguely yeah. spacey slash weird. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know if that was the best way of explaining it. Oh God, now that guards are here for feck's sake. Oh Jesus, they're getting that motorbike. Though. Honestly. The noises in this episode, I do apologise, lads. There's <laughs> literally nothing I could be doing about it. And none of them have been put in by Sinead. <laughs> no. No, sadly not. So, that's our, like, castle park done. Mm. What are we thinking for... What do we want to do next? I guess we do a second gate. Okay. Because... I think there is a lot of main rides from other parks and there's a couple of lands in other Disney parks that have cool things in them that we'd probably okay. want to incorporate. Okay. But I'm happy to have one whopper conglomeration second gate and just be done with it. So just doing one big wham bam thank you ma'am episode. Yeah, but I wonder do we put a limit on how many lands. things we can have? Well maybe we do we can have a fact uh, at the maybe we do it that we can have a max of five areas okay yeah so then it'll mirror because in this one we had main street fantasyland adventureland tomorrowland frontierland Mm -hmm. because i like my initial take on a second park would be that there would be a star wars area Mm -hmm. there would be a toy story area yeah and then three other things. I oh, haven't great. quite decided yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's a good basis to start. I think we need to just like kind of plan it out before we start going for it. Otherwise, we'll just get very confused and it won't make any sense. Yeah. So maybe we do five lands with a max of how many things per land, per area? Like six. Cool. Obviously, some will be less. But with a max of six, I think we're G. I agree. Oh my God, though, we've totally forgotten. We didn't discuss characters. We didn't discuss shows. We didn't discuss dining. What's wrong with us? Oh yeah, I was just so ready to go. I was like, yeah, cool. <laughs> uh, so I guess uh, a good place for me to start is with my Monsters Inc. Ride and Go Seek on my laugh floor. I'm obviously going to have like a fully meet and greet area with my oh, yeah. actual mic, not the statue that's in DLP. But I would mm-hmm. quite like an area that they have in DLP where you scream into the thingamajiggers and they it rates your screen yeah Yeah. so i'd quite like one of those and then i also just mentioned that i'd like one of the tomorrowland arches one of those new arches for tomorrowland i want one of those okay yeah okay they're kind of the only extra things i wrote down (laughs) i'm down for kind of moving that dlp meet and greet area just getting rid of mike leaving boo's door because I think everyone, even if Sully's not there, everybody has a picture in front of Boo's door. Yeah, because it's, it's still just a walk. cute photography area. Big fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like a Buzz Lightyear meet and greet area near Space Ranger Spin um, because I just think it kind of makes sense. 
I like the idea of having Star Wars characters as like meet and greet characters in that area, kind of similar to like the whole launch bay thing that they have in the Disneyland resorts where you can meet like Darth Vader, you can meet Chewbacca and then they have like little Jawas and stuff just kind of mm-hmm. mooching around. So yeah. I, I'd be quite happy to keep that Star Warsy area as kind of classic Star Wars characters mm-hmm. that maybe you could like throw in a Boba Fett or something like that. But then keeping the Star Wars area in my second gate as like current Star Wars characters. So like Kylo Ren, Rey, the new Stormtroopers, Phasma, that thingamajiggy. Mm -hmm. Keep them separate. So people know the different white bad guys. (laughs) Especially for you, Sam. (laughs) Um, And as for other meet and greet characters, I don't know if I have any other meet and greet characters. Yeah, again, like, I don't know, what have we got? Buzz Lightyear doesn't really fit there. Autopia, non-IP, Nemo, can't do. Mover, Mountain. The only other IP you have in there is Tron. And you're not going to have a meet and and greet for Tron. So Nah, it's not necessary. So yeah, I mean, I'd I'd probably just be overanalyzing and coming up with really stupid ideas. If yeah. I was to try and dig any further into it, so I'll leave that. We'll leave that as is. Dying Again, I don't. Wise. I I don't think Tomorrowland is that kind of park. Yeah, I don't I think agree. it's a go and meet characters. I think we've there's plenty of other places in Disney parks to go do that. I just don't think Tomorrowland yeah. your your bag for that one. I agree. Dining. Um, Cafe Hyperion. Yeah, I do. <laughs> a lot of people have issues with Cafe Hyperion, and I get it. Believe me, as a vegetarian, I goddamn well get it. <laughs> as someone However, who just like burgers, also, I get it. They were used to be rank. <laughs> yeah. They have, I, I agree, they have definitely stepped up their game in the past few years. I would be, I would be beheft to not mention the pumpkin dessert from Halloween season because the best thing Cafe Hyperion has ever done, ever. Because it's My just... God. Oh, Fucking glorious. delicious. So delicious. So and so cute and gluten free. Um, so I like the idea of having a cafe Hyperion type restaurant that's just absolutely bloody massive. It has the shorts playing. It seems to always have Irish skills there. Like I cannot tell you the amount of times where I'll just be like, "Oh, I miss Disney." I'm gonna look at our Insta stories and I'll watch our Insta. T- ugh, I'll watch our Insta stories from our Halloween trip. And there's that mm-hmm. like Irish dance troupe that are dancing to that song that's like, when you're Irish. Oh, and God, we're just like, what, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't understand how every time we go there, it's always like, they do loads of stuff on that stage. But every time we go, it is always an Irish school from the fucking back of nowhere doing Irish dancing. <laughs> we're singing. There was that primary school that one time. Oh yeah, there was that choir. In Kildare? Is it Kildare? Mm, maybe. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. No, I can't remember. But yeah, I, I definitely feel like there is a place for just a big, ginormous... Stage. Not necessarily stage, but just a big, ginormous quick service. However... Oh, sorry. <laughs> you just need to revamp the entire way they run that restaurant. That's the biggest yeah. issue. It's very bad. They take your order and then they just shout the order at the kitchen staff. And then but everyone's there's... waiting for the same thing. And so people who've been waiting a second get orders from people who've been waiting for three minutes because they're just taking them as they come and it's just like like mcdonald's do it every single day and it's not that hard 
like Genuinely. not to give a shout out to McDonald's or anything, but like seriously, it's not that hard to run fast food because McDonald's, Burger King, KFC, so many people do it all the time, and it's not that hard. And there's a reason it's called fast food. Disney World and Disneyland seem to manage it perfectly. Disneyland Paris's food and beverage is just so goddamn inefficient. It's yeah. fucking ridiculous. I don't. I just yeah. So down for that. I would also. I would like mobile ordering to be a thing just across my entire. It's just a park wide thing. Just putting that out there. Any other food preferences? I'm gonna be honest. I don't really know what are in the other Tomorrowlands. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I'd like somewhere that did kind of like galaxy themed foods. Mm-hmm. So maybe like a cute like galaxy like donut or like a cupcake or something. And maybe like a cool galaxy like slushy that's like a bunch of different flavors all like mingled in together or something like that. No, never mind. Uh, <laughs> Are you Galactic- on board with this idea or no? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm looking at, I, I googled the Tomorrowland restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> oh very good i know there's the what is it starlight cafe with sunny there's Eclipse. galactic galactic grill in disneyland resort oh yeah that's where they do all the star wars stuff mm. you can get the burger on the black bun i'd like a yoda American. burger that's just i'd Healthy like a selections. vegan yog yoda burger that's just all green it would oh. be really hilarious yeah i'd do it for that too <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think we're pretty happy in saying that like tomorrowland food is probably mostly fast food based mm. like you're probably not gonna have a sit down restaurant in tomorrowland nah it's one of your grab and go kind of things and i think we're pretty happy for them to have your general selection of pizzas and burgers and fries and nugs and vegetarian burgers and that kind of stuff but do i want a pizza planet in tomorrowland or do i want a pizza planet in my toy i want a pizza planet in my toy story area never mind i've answered my own question yeah i asked myself the same thing <laughs> Do you remember when they used to have it in DLP? Yeah, it was shite. Never in my life did I ever go into it. I went into the one in Hollywood Studios, but never in my life did I ever get a chance to go into the DLP one. It was, I think I might have seen it once when it was open, and that was it. And then every other time I've been, it was closed, and then it was obviously gone. Yeah, RIP. Um, But yeah, didn't they open a new one in Disney World, and it's crap too? (laughs) Oh, they revamped the Pizza Planet and made it into Rizzo's. Is it Rizzo's? It's Muppets anyways. Is that is is that, that, that one? Yeah. Where they do that, yeah, and it's crap. Now, people <sighs> say it's right, but I mean, even shit pizza is still pretty good. Like, I'd, I'd, ha- I'd much quicker take a shit pizza over a shit burger, because a shit burger is shit. But crappy yeah, pizza is still pretty satisfying. Mm-hmm, yeah. And the pizza that I had in Pizza Planet in Magic Kingdom, not Magic Kingdom, in Hollywood Studios, was totally fine. It was a very saucy, cheesy pizza and it was was pretty tasty. Oh, Pizza Planet is in Disneyland Resort. No? Is it Pizza Port? I just, I remember seeing it somewhere. Where's this one? Alien Pizza Planet has officially reopened in Disneyland Tomorrowland. It's in Disneyland, not Disney World. Oh, my bad. Oh, and they do pesto and stuff. Oh, okay. But it's called Aliens Pizza Planet. Yes, yes, this is the one I'm thinking of. Because they serve the slices, okay. they serve them just as slices in like the little oh, yes, thingies. Yes, yes. And that's why they're, I think that's why they're not meant to be that good. Because they're like pre-sliced and so they get all dry. Mm, I feel you. They've and had I the just, options though. I'm down for that. I, 
I just, I don't understand why people get, why Disney have such a hard time with pizza. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like, pizza's pizza. Pizza's easy. Yeah, obviously not. <laughs> no, this is true. Um, but yeah, sorry, pizza, pizza plans for a different time anyway. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm like, pizza, pizza. <laughs> so, the only other thing that I wanted to kind of throw out as a potential topic of discussion and I haven't told Kay this so she's kind of looking at me like I've 10 heads right now so during the week online there's been a lot of debate and rumors and all this kind of stuff going on that seemingly now I haven't seen this petition but seemingly there is a petition going on where people want Disney to change the theming of Splash Mountain to Princess and the Frog mm-hmm. yeah and I wanted to get your thoughts on it um, I mean, do you want me to go first? Cause I have literally just sprung this on you. I, I do kind of know what I want to say, but yeah, you go first and maybe that'll help around my answer. <laughs> oh, I'm kind of in two minds about it. One, I really enjoy Splash Mountain as is, and I think it is a really enjoyable ride. I've never seen Song of the South though. So I, and I don't know what relation it has like I don't know how closely related to the movie it is or anything like that because I, I've never seen the movie so I can't use that as a reference point however I am very strong I am very much aware that Song of the South is a very racist movie that Disney like to lock away in the vault and never see the light of day again and I completely mm-hmm. understand that however I don't know whilst I'm all for hells yeah give it a revamp give it a retheme why the hell not it's kind of the same debate that people had when they instead of red being sold in parts of the Caribbean, she's now a badass queen with a gun, and I'm totally yeah. here for it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Princess and the Frog is necessarily the best fit for it. I can totally see it. However, I'm going to stand firm with my suggestion from a good few episodes ago, and I'm going to be like, if you want to rethink it, go ahead. But go with Pocahontas, and when she's going over the thing, <laughs> and it's just a great time. <laughs> Yeah, I do think Pocahontas would probably fit it better, to be honest. I just, I think it'd be real fun. Yeah. I know, I mean, that has its own, I suppose, kind of racially but see, difficult tones to it. So, see, my argument to that would be, so does Princess and the Frog. Like, Agreed. Princess and the Frog also shows the historical racism within yeah. America. And I'm only saying America because that's where it's based. But like Princess mm-hmm. and the Frog shows that historical, like it also does. Like literally all you're missing is the fact that her dad's a cotton picker. Like that's the kind of yeah. uh, only thing you're missing from Princess and the Frog. They live in these tiny little shacks. They make gumbo for the entire place. Like her yeah. best friend is a white privileged girl who daddy buys everything for, but Tiana has to work two jobs just to basically stay alive. Like, yeah. it's not that it's bad that it's in the movie, but Princess and the Frog is also full of what racism there used to be in older America. So I don't know why. I don't see how changing it to Princess and the Frog makes it any better. And look, I also know... My thing is, right, The Song of the South was an inherently racist movie, but it was a racist movie at the time as well. It didn't go down well with the public when it was released either. It was released and they were like, yo, this is hella racist. We don't want to watch this movie. And I don't think that Splash Mountain 
has that much linkage to Song of the South, except for the fact that they use the song and some of the animal characters. I don't actually think it has that much correlation to the movie. And I feel like the way Splash Mountain goes, it doesn't really have that connection to Song of the South anymore, if you know what I mean. Like, I know it does, but I think over time, it's just sort of lost its connection. And now it's just this song that is linked with these characters that is linked with this water ride yeah not saying that song of the house song of the south wasn't a racist movie it completely 100 percent was i just don't know if the way splash mountain works now if and let's say you never watched song of the south if you or didn't even know it existed and you went on splash mountain you wouldn't come off of being like man that flume ride was really racist yeah do you know what i mean and yeah, I don't know if it's the right opinion or the wrong opinion, but that's kind of my thing. And like, again, I'm all for if you want to refurb it, refurb it, whatever. But I also personally don't think you need to because I don't think it has the correlation to Song of the South that a lot of people know it does. And that really is the I think that is the main thing is that if people like, I don't know, if it, as long as it's not pointing people towards a racist film, then yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like it doesn't actually reference Song of the South. Like it's not that the actual name of the movie isn't referenced anywhere, which is entirely intentional by Disney. I would, yeah, I would imagine. Um, but yeah, I was just, I was curious to kind of see, and please let us know what your thoughts are on it. Um, I know there's a lot of people kind of getting up in arms online about it, which like, calm down. It's a, it's a bloody log riding at the like, park like, bit, like it's it's always been based on song of the south and song of the south has always been a racist movie like it's and it's not swayed people when we're in like they don't people don't come off the ride and are immediately outraged at the world kind of thing no no and i get that but i think it is i think it does kind of fall into that same scenario as to what kind of happened with red like people had that was always a horrific scene to have in Pirates of the Caribbean but it's only as kind of time and opinions and feminism has progressed and all that kind of stuff that people were just like mm, I, I'm not a fan of that so yeah I, mm-hmm. I get it and at the end of the day I suppose to kind of quote that famous thing from all like the theme parks aren't supposed to be museums they are supposed to be yeah ever-changing and ever-evolving and whatnot so um I'm not necessarily kind of getting out my pitchfork either way if they retheme it they retheme it happy days it'll get a nice fresh look to it but either way like it won't change the actual flow of the ride for lack of a better way of phrasing because it's a yeah. ride. <laughs> but either way it'll still be a fun ride but i was just yeah. i'm curious to see what people's kind of takes are on it i think my all, only thing would be for it oh sorry go on it's just all i've really seen online are very angry american voices going either way so i'm kind of curious yeah. to see kind of what people's thoughts are kind of taking a step back from that I think my major point would be that the animatronics on that ride are just so old and so manky. I'm like, yeah, refurb it. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> I hate old animatronics. I think they're weird. And I just, yeah, same way I don't like old animation. I just, it, 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 it feels to me like, do you know when people put their nails on a chalkboard kind of thing? That's how I feel so watching old animation. And I kind of get that feeling with like old animatronics as well. And I just, ugh, I don't like it. It's so weird. I know. I, I with know. You. I know. Isn't it strange? I'm a child. <laughs> I don't so, yeah. anything made before 1996. Exactly. 
<laughs> you got it one. <laughs> so yeah, let us know what your thoughts are. Good, bad, and different. Send us a DM. I'm intrigued to see what people think. But yeah, and yeah, I think that's everything from this week. Hope you enjoyed our 50th episode, guys. We did nothing different. <laughs> that's what you could that's what you can guarantee from us guys we'll never change consistency <laughs> yeah you know the it. word you were looking for there Kate yeah we'll never change that's what yeah. they, they mean the same thing I know <laughs> I speak English. thanks very much for listening guys <laughs> please feel free to share the episode with your friend your family your dog especially share it with your dog please do <gasps> yeah every time <laughs> see dog goes again it's making me happy and like we always say if you're listening on an iphone go over to apple podcast give us a review if you're not listening on an iphone find somebody that has one and leave us a review hey if you want to contact us as well you can send us a dm on instagram it's at make you waffles pod or send us a tweet it's the same just sans the s yeah hope you guys enjoyed we'll see you next week bye bye This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.